Welcome to the Gym Lords Podcast, where we talk to real gym owners and share their stories, their trials, and what's working for them right now. To apply to be a guest on this podcast, click the link in the description. Hope you enjoy and subscribe. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I'll be your host today. My name is Alex Beck, and joining us on the show is Christy Chapman from Our House Studios out of Ringgold, Georgia. What's going on, Christy? Welcome to the show. Hello. I'm excited to be on. Yes, I'm excited to have you on. I appreciate you giving some of your time out of that busy gym owner life to be here with us. So um, yeah, let's not waste any time here. How did you get started? What is it that made you want to start opening your own facility? Uh, Well, I was at a place in my life where I just needed something different. The place I was training at was a great place, but um, he didn't have a lot of the things that I wanted or that I needed at my age. And where I was I was dealing with a lot of injuries and just decided to open up my own spot I just thought it would be me and my friends training but we quickly grew and um, had to relocate so that's always a good thing right when you are forced to relocate from him yes absolutely so you kind of you you trained previously to this and then you didn't really like the whole model or the way they trained so you took your beliefs and started your own fitness facility correct Yes. Okay. Okay, cool. So, so I would love for you to give the listeners your own elevator pitch of our house studios and the services that you offer. Oh, wow. Um, we offer everything. Um, the services I'm most proud of are, are our Parkinson's program. So um, anyone who struggles with Parkinson's can get a doctor's order and they can come and train with us. And uh, we help with mobility issues. We have a um, occupational therapist on staff that works with them um, almost every day of the week Mm. so that's the one I'm most proud of but we really offer everything we're a full gym we have bike club as you can see um, behind me Um, or I don't guess you can see behind me (laughs) anyway bike club we have training camp we have um, an OCR room which is obstacle course racing and we build obstacle courses all over the country so we just are all aspects of fitness Wow. Wow. So you offer a wide variety of services. That's really cool. So, so you do a little bit of everything, open gym, group training, hit training, mm-hmm. um, private training. Um, you also do, do boxing. You have a, a fight club, you said? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we've got about 50 plus classes a week here. Um, and it's just kind of divided up in different sections. I've got all those different rooms do different classes, different activities, different trainers. So we just hit every aspect of what someone might need. Cool. And, and how many members are you currently serving right now? Um, well, I don't know the exact number. I know we have at least 2,500 of visits come in a month. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Okay, cool, cool. And how, how big is, is your facility? Because I know you had to upgrade, right? So you had to get a big, bigger facility. How big is a new one? Yes, we went from 4,000 square feet to 14,000. 14,000, wow. Mm -hmm. So I do always like to ask, um, you you said you were sitting around 500 members. Is that a number that you guys want to stop at? Or are you trying to hit the gas right now and see some new faces? Oh, we're definitely hitting the gas, always hitting the gas, new blood, new faces, new energy. It's important to keep the energy up and you have to bring new energy in to keep that going. Right, right. And, And I guess, what was that? that goal number for for membership when you moved into this bigger facility because <laughs> you had to have it's a number really right? funny i only had 50 members 
at oh, wow. my old facility. So anything above 50, I was happy with. <laughs> so you went from 50 members to a yep. 14,000 square foot facility and just started building from there? Absolutely. Okay. Okay. That's, re- that's really cool. And, and what type of things are you doing currently to, you know, aid the growth process that you want? Um, we're on the news a couple times a month. Um, of course, all of the social media outlets, Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, Alignable, there's a bunch of them, anything I can get on. So about every hour I try to take, every hour I'm awake, which is a lot. I'm, I'm awake 20 hours a day, typically. Um, I try to post something to every one of those groups for all my businesses. This isn't my only business. Um, so just being active in the community, um, We've done radio, we've done newspapers, we've done magazines, um, but mostly it's just word of mouth, honestly, is where it gets us most of our business. Really cool and, and smart to be active like that on social media. And it turns into a job in itself, right? Having to think of <laughs> yes. and captions and post every hour on this platform, that platform. Um, are, are you doing all that yourself or do you have like a, a team or social media manager that helps you out? I do most of my social media myself, but I do have a manager that does help me with a bells. She does, she does a lot of it, but I really enjoy doing the social media part myself and being active in the community. So that's kind of not a job for me. It's, it's fun. Have you guys ever tried any type of paid advertising, Facebook ads, Instagram ads? Yes, uh, there for a while, probably a good two year stretch. I was doing uh, the Facebook ads at least once a month. And I was only spending $100 a month, but I was seeing a significant difference with those ads. But now it's more word of mouth. I'm not necessarily needing to do those ads anymore. I've got a lot of followers. So Mm -hmm. I haven't had to pay for the ads in about six months. So yeah, no, no, Facebook ads. I mean, it's crazy what you know, the internet could do now. And at the end of the Mm -hmm. day, these things are just tools, right? A lot of people, gym owners, sometimes have a bad stigma towards like paid ads or advertising. And you could choose to use it or not. But if you do, and you learn to market the correct way, it's really just like to all the benefit of you. Um, So you saw good results when you were running ads, were you doing those yourself? Or did you hire someone like a, a team to to run the ads for you? I was doing those myself. Oh, wow. Wow. I, Jack of all trades. We, we talked about before this, having, having to wear all the hats, right? Um, that's mm-hmm. one of those things. I really doubt any person in the fitness industry gets into gym ownership thinking like, okay, I'm also going to have to know how to market, right? And it kind of <laughs> right. turns into that. Um, about how many leads were you seeing per week with the ads that you were running? Or oh, people goodness. that actually came into your facility interested? Uh, you know, every week was different. I had some ads that just didn't do anything, honestly. Um, and then, um, I had a lot of ads that I was getting 10 new people a week or mostly it's, I kind of do things by month instead of per week. Um, those numbers, um, but we've had, I mean, I usually have typically on average 75 new clients come in a month. Wow. All from, from digital advertising. Yeah. Okay. Okay, cool, cool. And, and why'd you stop if, if you guys are still trying to, to grow, um, you know, your membership to a certain amount? Um, is there a reason that you have stopped running ads? Well, um, like I said, I was only spending $100 a month. But yeah. what I've found is I'm reaching out more to my clients. So I'm doing more, more personal okay. text messages where I'm recruiting my clients to recruit for me. 
So okay, okay, it, like it a referral program. Yeah, well, we've done referral programs in the past, and honestly, they haven't been very successful. Because right. um, I don't know why they just don't go. Um, but honestly, it's just asking my friends to share the news or asking my clients, hey, this is a good thing to invite your friends to. Uh, this yeah. is a good event. And then having events where people can come. And it's not a paid event. We're just having this a workshop for the community. And that really brings a lot of people in. Definitely, definitely. How Are you able to track how many leads you get per month um, through word of mouth? like the referrals that come in, are you able to track those? Well, I mean, it's only been word of mouth yeah. for a while now, uh, six months. I haven't, I haven't had to do any um, ad work as far as the news. Now I do pay, we, we do pay to be on the news a few times a month. Okay. Um, but besides that, it's just asking people to share my business, asking people to share classes, asking people to share events. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's just like the, I guess the one, setback that I'd say about referrals. And, and, and that's really cool that, that it does work for you. Um, it's, it's just hard to make a, almost a game plan for growth out of that though, right? Mm -hmm. Like, although this past month, you may have been able to get 60, 70 new members through word of mouth. It's hard to, to exactly say that the same rate of growth will continue. Um, mm -hmm. That's like the one thing what, where paid ads, you could track the numbers, track the leads, and then you could scale the ads, right? And get more people coming mm -hmm. in. So that's like the one benefit of that. Um, do you plan on eventually getting back to the point of, of doing any type of paid advertising? Or Oh, you... yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, well, I'll definitely absolutely use that. For big events and stuff like that, I do paid advertising. Um, if it's something I really need to get people in the door for, then we definitely advertise it. Um, but what the, my focus has been lately is just getting more out into the community, knocking on doors, meeting people, um, and just becoming known um, as a business because that's the hardest thing is just getting out there. Definitely. All avenues are important. And, and you know, it's important to, to try all of them to see what works best for you. Um, mm -hmm. What's kind of the process for when a lead does come in? Let's say it, it's myself and I'm interested in what you guys have going on. I walk in through the doors and maybe I saw you from Facebook and um, what's your process to turning me into a paid member? Well, um, obviously the tour is the most important. So we just touch every aspect of the building. We cover all the classes. We have a doctor on staff. We have, we cover everything. So the, the initial thing is just impressing them with the facility. And we do, it's an amazing facility, but I have an amazing team. So my team are there when they walk in the door, they're there to greet, they're there to help, they're there to serve. And that makes all the difference. I know, right. I mean, having a, a team is an important and something that some gym owners struggle with, you know, being able to hire a team to pick up on the extra responsibilities that you might have as an owner. How, how was that experience for you? Just building the team and training people and, you know, training people to, to, sell essentially right and mm -hmm. um turn people to members How, how's that been um that is hard uh yeah. teaching people to sell is very difficult um but what i found the trick is is to hire passionate people right right they sell it because they love it now my my staff members i have one member who's full-time the rest of everyone else they give me their spare time so i've got nurses i've got doctors i've got you name it 20 something people on staff that I'm not their full-time job, 
but right. they come here and they do a couple of hours of class here, or they do training here. They do personal training. They do, they don't give me their full time. They give me their energy. So it makes a huge difference when they're not coming in as a job. They're coming in because they want to connect with these people. And honestly, most of my staff are clients that have become staff members mm -hmm. because they're so passionate about it. They are the ones bringing people in the door. Why well, wouldn't I want to pay them? Right, right. And, and do you guys do you offer like um, like a free trial, free class for the people that come in? Uh, we offer one free session. Okay, good for you. I, I always, um, I'm against giving away weeks or months for yeah, some people. You yeah. know, it's like, no, that, that's not is what's going to sell mm -hmm. them. You know, it's like you right. said, the, the conviction of the team when they first walk mm -hmm. in and knowing that they care and, you know, right. they're there to help. They're, they're, they're there to help them reach their goals. Mm -hmm. um, do you track like your, your conversion rate for, for, for the sales that you do make? I do. I have a, I use the mind body app and it okay, tracks cool. everything. Yeah. Like I look at it several times a day. I know when my percentages are down 1%, I know how many visitors I have the past 30 days. Like I really watch my numbers. And, and are you happy with the conversion rate that you have for, for like the sales really that you have now? Yeah, I really am. Uh, I wasn't there for a while, but now that my staff has become more capable of sharing our uh, health benefits and sharing right. all the things that we have to offer, our, we're definitely converting more people to clients. Yeah. What, what was the, at least the, the improvement or like what caused the improvement to you for your team? What caused the improvement as far as what? As far as the conversion rate, right? You said at one point mm -hmm. you weren't happy with it. Um, what, what was the change that was made that improved that number for you? Well, I think just more communication with my team, honestly. So we've got a, a group message that we do every single day. and We're all involved. If we have new clients coming in, we share that information. If we have events coming up, we share that information. I just get on there every morning to say, hey, team. You guys are my masterminds. What are we doing this week? Where are we getting the energy? What are we doing? And everyone is just so on board with it. Um, but like I said, it's just that energy, um, creating that energy, grabbing that energy, focusing on that energy, and also getting rid of energy that's not so good. Like yeah. there's conflicts that arise and there's some things that you honestly just can't work out as a business owner. And it's, those decisions are the hardest decisions, but sometimes you just got to let people go. Right, right. Uh, yeah, having like one bad seed mm -hmm. on the team almost anchors everybody down, right? If you Absolutely. Off, the bar gets raised because, you know, everyone continues to grow. Um, so, so that's a smart, smart thing that you caught on to. But, but so Christy, if you could wave, let's say a magic wand here, a magic business wand, essentially have your business be in the exact position that you want it. Um, what would that really look like to you? Mm, I would probably like to have, I mean, just shooting low numbers. I, I want 70 more people, 70 more people this year. And what's high wanted, numbers for you? What, what do you think? It, what's like, hypothetically, what could you guys handle in your facility? How many people? Oh gosh, we can handle a lot. Right. <laughs> we can handle a lot. Um, just one of my rooms will hold 150 and it's very small. So um, I don't know the full capacity right offhand, but. We can hold a lot of people. Okay. And, and what would you say is like, 
I guess the the biggest bottleneck that you're facing right now from getting to that point and growing your membership to the numbers you want? Mm, I think just getting in new people. Um, mm. The turnover rate in gyms is you, it's three to six months. People don't want to stick with it. Now I do have, that's the good thing about my facility is I've got 50% of my people have been here the whole time. Like once they come on, they stay on because we take care of them. Um, but just getting new people in, getting our name out there. That's my focus this year is okay. um, going out. Like I'm really, really focusing on like, I want nurses in here. So I'm LinkedIn nurses. I want Shaw Industries. So I'm messaging Shaw Industries people. Like I have specific groups that I want in my doors that I want to take care of and that I want to serve. And I'm going to continue to pursue those people until they do come. Cool. Cool. And, and what, what do you think? So right now it's kind of, you're happy with your, you know, your conversion rate. You, it, it's more so you're happy with the retention as well. It's more so like developing a process for yourself to get the members in coming in at a consistent basis. So you could build at least. Yes, correct. Okay. And okay. then it's just uh, people coming off of auto pays and going on auto pays. Right. You know, it's every six months people are trying to switch things out. And it's the fitness injury in industry. That's just the way of it. Um, but getting new people and sparking those interests back up. Like my people who have been here for a while, why do they keep coming back to me? It's because I keep bringing in new energies and new programs and uh, different things to mix it up and change it up for them. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think has to happen within the business for that bottleneck, at least to be eliminated to where you could have, um, you know, I guess a consistent flow of people that are coming in and, and building the name of your gym. Well, I think that's something that we're doing it every day. Like yeah. it's not something we're not doing. We're doing that every day and we've got the momentum going, but we're just building on top of that momentum Okay. new energy, more momentum, more momentum, um, and more focus. Um, it's, it's easy to, I mean, we're halfway through the year. Our new year's resolutions are way back there somewhere. And so like this month we're refocusing, we're taking the end of the month, we're having workshops and we're getting people in the door and we're saying, okay, where are you at? Where have you been? And where are we going? Definitely. I love it. I love it. And we know what, you know, you want for your business now, right? Right. Christy, you obviously have a passion, not only for your members, and the services that you offer, but for your team as well. Um, but what is it that, that you want from your business? What's like that big picture to you? What, what do you want it to give back to, to you and your family? You know, it's already given it back to me. This is not my main income. This is strictly for the community. I put every single penny right back into this business. I don't take anything for myself. I haven't ever taken a paycheck. I just want to build the community. I want to serve the community. I want to spend it on events. I want to spend it on serving people. And that brings people back time and time and time again. I love it. I love it. All right. Well, all right, Christy, I think that's a pretty good place to start to wrap things up on this episode. But before we do sign out of here, please give a shout out to your website, your Facebook page, just so the listeners could find some more info on you and your gym. Sure. It's ourhousestudiosinc.com. Um, and then you can also reach us at ourhousestudiosinc at gmail.com is our um, email address. And uh, we're on Facebook as Our House Studios. We've got private groups, Our House Tribe, that you can join uh, for more personal information. Yes, you guys. Christy Chapman from Our House Studios out of Ringgold, Georgia. I appreciate you once again. 
Um, and to the listeners as well, we appreciate you as well. Um, as for the listeners, don't forget, if you do want to be notified about future episodes, hit like and subscribe. If you are interested in joining us to talk about your business model within the fitness industry, click the link in the description, fill it out, and our team will be in touch with you soon. And as always, until next time, Jim Lords out. Thank you for listening to this interview, but don't go anywhere. We still have two more incredible interviews coming right up inside this episode. But if you're a gym owner that's looking to get more clients, keep them longer, and make more money, head to the link in the description of this podcast and schedule a free leave your credit card at home consultation with one of our business consultants. You see, here at Gym Launch, we've helped over 4,000 gym owners across the world increase their sales, take home more money, and build the business of their dreams. And it simply starts with a phone call. Click on the link in the description of this podcast to schedule your call today. Now, let's head into the next interview. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I will be your host today. My name is Brooke. Joining me on the show is Helia from the studio Ventura in Ventura, California. Welcome to the show. How are you today? Hey, thanks for having me. I'm good. I'm excited to have you here and to dive in and learn about your facility. But really, before we do that, tell me, like, what was it that made you go into this crazy business of being a gym owner? To be honest, I didn't want to be a gym owner. It's not like I like grew up and was, you know, had it in my head that I'm going to own a gym. I always thought I would own a business, but not a gym necessarily. The day I called my dad and I asked and I told him, hey, I'm quitting my job. And I actually was quitting a job that I was making quite a bit of money at. Um, I was a recruiter before this for the medical industry. And so I decided I'm going to quit my job. My dad was like, you know, I never knew what business you were going to own, but I knew it was going to happen one day. So this is not surprising at all. That was really nice <laughs> because most parents would be like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> um, so yeah, I actually... Uh, my husband and I met in San Luis Obispo at Cal Poly. He's an engineer and he's very driven to be close to the water. He comes from Sacramento. I come from Orange County. So uh, we needed a middle ground and we chose Ventura as our home. And when we moved here, he had a community of dive buddies and I really had no one. And I'm the social one of the group. So I was really lost and I tried a, like gym after gym after gym. And CrossFit was super expensive. Um, I liked it, but I didn't quite fit in. Um, and then I went to, you know, the big gyms and I hated it. I hated everything about it. And then I went to like the smaller gyms and there was a gym inside of a gym. That's kind of how it went. And they were charging $45 for a membership and they had group classes and personal training. And I was like, $45, like that's what is that? That's nothing. It was even when CrossFit was like $150 um, a membership. So $45 was like a lunch, it feels like. So they obviously didn't last. Um, and in the meantime of them going through their ups and downs, uh, one of the owners was like, hey, you should consider um, taking some certifications. So I said, okay, they, they offered Zumba at the time if you know anything about me I'm like not a Zumba person at all but I enjoyed the classes and so I went and got a Zumba certification and I never taught it I tried one time it was a total and absolute disaster I'm never doing that ever again and um, but I really got into the fitness stuff so I started to take more classes 
I was not athletic as a kid. So everything I was learning was brand new. I was truly blossoming into this new person that I didn't realize existed inside of me. And then it just kind of happened that they were like, we're, we're closing the business because we're not making any money. And the wife of the husband and wife team that owned that, that gym, they were also going through a divorce. The wife said, can you come on and do the business side? And I said, sure. With the, with the support of my husband, of course, because he said, well, why not? Um, nine months later, she walked away. So I, here I was a novice, no idea how to get clients new to town. It had been only about a year in the community. I knew nobody here. Um, and she took all of her personal training clients and all of the group training clients with her because of course that's how relationships work in, in personal training. And, um, I was stuck with this business in a lease and I didn't know what to do about it, but here we are nine years later, we just celebrated our nine year anniversary in June and, um, we made it. You made it, you made it. And that's like a lot to like rise from. I mean, you didn't grow up like with this goal to open a gym. You were not super athletic and here you are, you've been running a successful business for nine years. That's a really, really a successful fitness business for nine years. That's a really big deal. You should feel really proud of yourself for that. Um, yeah, so super proud. <laughs> for our listeners, give us like your elevator pitch. Obviously all gyms are a little different and I want our listener to get a better understanding of, you know, who the Studio Ventura is, what you guys have to offer at your facility. That way, you know, moving forward in this conversation, they have a good picture in their mind of um, what your gym has sure. to offer. So I work on this a lot and you wouldn't think so because I'm so bad at it because you asked me about this earlier and I was terrible. Um, but in a nutshell, I'm gonna try again. Um, in a nutshell, the Studio Ventro is a cross-training gym that has three pillars, strength, intensity, and mobility. That's what we focus on. We have group classes and personal training. And um, we have a lovely community that uh, really helps you thrive. And we use all kinds of tools like kettlebells, barbells, boxes, TRXs. It's really an open space. And we just, we just go ham, you know, have fun with it. Sounds we also fun. offer nutrition training and, um, and we had a meal service at some point. Awesome. So we've done a lot of things. Okay. So, um, currently you're offering like group classes. You also have personal training, um, as an offering as well. What's the split there? Are you, would you say that you're like 50, 50 personal training and group classes, or is the ratio a little bit different? You know, right now, I would say group classes are a little bit higher. We've gone through the gamut with that. Um, personal training was really big for a while when I could personal train um, before I had my children. Uh, but yeah, so most of it is group training, which is tough because personal training brings a lot more money, um, a lot less people to train, a lot more money. And for the amount of memberships, we charge about $159 per membership right now. And to be honest, it's, it's been, it's taken a long time to get it up because remember originally we were, they were charging $45 for memberships. 
Yeah. But we charge about 85 to 95 per session for personal training. Yeah. It's hard to like a lot of people, especially when they get started in the fitness industry, they don't like understand the value of, you know, the group fitness. Like they might have seen, you know, they could pay $10 for a big box gym per month. Yeah. And that's what they think <laughs> like, Oh, it's just a gym. Um, but it's completely different. Um, and so a lot of times people have to like take a class to understand the value and in, in paying that. Um, currently how many members do you guys have at the facility? We're almost at about a hundred, I'd say like 90. Okay. Is that a place where hell yeah, you, hell yeah, you feel like, um, comfortable or are you guys looking to grow? Like what's your goal there? I would love to hit 300. That's my goal. Um, definitely not comfortable. It's uncomfortable being here. Um, especially with the recession right now, every, I mean, they're literally, we're paying the same price for paper towels and then we're getting less. Yeah. That's it's hard. It, everything is insane. My insurance just went up $500. My rent went up $200. My, I mean, everything is just like a little bit there, a little bit there and a little bit with the small gym when I'm taking barely any money, the coaches have to get paid. You know, there's so many expenses. And at the end of the day, like 90 members is not going to cut it. So we're, we're at actually like a, a turning point kind of a thing where I'm starting to really try to strategize with how I'm going to grow it. And also I had a baby about nine months ago. So I am recently postpartum with two kids and it's tough. It, even though I have support, um, I don't make enough money to get childcare and I don't, uh, I can't really work without childcare, you know? So it's like working around my husband's schedule and literally when the kids go to sleep when the kids are asleep in the morning and also finding time to put my own training in there's a lot there's a lot to keep track of yeah. so growing the membership without being completely in the gym 24 7 is really really hard yeah I'm sure that that's you know a huge challenge we talked about this before the podcast but there's only 24 hours in a day and right now, it sounds like you're pretty spread thin. Um, but if you guys were able to get to that, you know, 300 member mark, what would that do for the business? Like in terms, of, not even just the business, but for your family as well. Well, yeah, I mean, family, I would have a little bit more money to put on the table. Um, I'm lucky that my husband has a job that supports us. I do bring in some money, but I have to also pick up other jobs. Like I, ha I work for a different company. I do the... Um, which is silly, right? Because you would think that I'd be putting in the money or the time for my own gym, right? But I literally don't make, the money doesn't come in and this company is paying me to, to do stuff for them based off of my experience. It's not that much work. It's a little bit of money, a little bit of money every month. So I had to take it while I was not able to work postpartum. It was, or even at the end of, you know, uh, basically from the end of my pregnancy until now. Yeah. So if you and, were, you know, to, oh, sorry, continue. Sorry. And, and I don't get maternity leave. Right. So it's like people that have salary positions and I am on payroll, but I don't necessarily get, um, which was a huge accomplishment for me to be on payroll myself. Um, and that's another thing, like I'm, I can afford to be on payroll, but damn, that cash flow gets real low when I get paid. And that's so concerning because 90 members is not enough. Yeah. And, you know, when you look at the bigger picture here, 
300 members would be totally game changer. Totally game changer. Yeah, I mean, it's two times what you have right now. Um, Mm -hmm. And, you know, that would be huge for you. You know, hopefully that would make it so you wouldn't have to work a second job. Uh, Mm -hmm. You would maybe be able to even spend some more time with your kids. Um, Yeah. It's huge. So what are you- And also from my coaches, like they would get paid more. So that's, that's another huge part of it. And that helps too. Like when our, when we're able to show our staff how valuable they are to us, it helps with that retention piece. Like we're going to keep our staff longer if they feel valued by us. And in this industry, like retention, employee retention, it's not that good. So the more that we can do to like help that is great. Um, So I want to ask, like, what are you guys actively doing to, to grow in terms of adding more members? So we just, something that works really well for us is challenges. Um, Challenges where I'm really involved and challenges that make, uh, I'm really, I'm not, I'm not a gimmicky person. Like I'm not going to be like, Hey, lose 10 pounds, you know, join this challenge, et cetera, et cetera. It's more like my school of thought has always been, let's change your habits and make you, um, a stronger, fitter, but healthy, really healthier person overall because of little changes that you've made over time rather than, um, let's lose 20 pounds in 30 days, kind of a person. So I have a big January challenge that I always do. It's called the January challenge. It's a healthy habits challenge where we keep track of the things that we do in a day. Um, like, I don't know, sleep, uh, drinking water, stuff, really basic, basic stuff. And I have, I have really good member retention because of these challenges, because I am directly talking and communicating with my members and like mine, and they have access to my knowledge, which is why I started to offer nutrition counseling, which has really helped me um, connect more with the members as well, just because I'm not seeing them every day doesn't mean that I'm not connected with them. And ultimately, like, I love that part of my job. I love connecting with clients. I don't necessarily have an hour to go train them but I want to help them lose weight. I want to get them to their goals, blah, blah, blah. And I also do all the programming for the gym. So, so that, that's all the stuff like remote stuff that I can do to, and I've started to really hone in on like what works best and challenges has been a way to kind of bring that to the client in masses. Yeah. So we, we do get that. Yeah. I think that the the challenge piece and the challenges and the stuff that we can do internally is great for our retention piece, because like if we can pay attention to our members, show them, um, the value in us, like they're never going to leave. They're not going to go to the new gym that pops up down the street because you're providing everything to them that they need. And so that helps us kind of stay, you know, where we're at. But in terms of like getting new faces in the door, are you guys doing anything to pull in, you know, clients from um, outside of the studio? That's actually what I meant was challenges for internal and external. So like we would, we provide a challenge for like, um, I don't know, I've charged 50 bucks, I've charged 70 bucks for a month of unlimited classes plus the challenge piece. And then people always sign up for a deal. And then right before they leave, right before the challenge ends, after I've communicated with them for a month, which is, it's like a long sale process, right? So um, they give me money up front, they use the classes, they fall in love with the gym. And then from there, I offer them 50% off their first month. 
so that they get hooked on to the monthly auto pay and then I can reserve retention for the next few months. Awesome. That's cool. Are you doing like advertisements to like get people interested or like where are people hearing about the challenges? So it's mostly word of mouth and some Instagram. We used it. It is a struggle getting social media for me done because it's so it's tedious. I personally hate social media. So it's, it's really difficult for me to, to advertise on social media, but it works when we do. And I've, um, I've struggled hiring people to do my social media for me. I've gone everything from like friends to family to somebody that I didn't know. And it just, it's really tough. And, but it does work. Um, I've done group one in the past. Um, and I've done, um, just word of, a lot of word of mouth. We do offer, uh, three guest passes for all of our monthly members to bring family members or friends. And we do free classes every once in a while to get people through the door. Definitely. Word of mouth is good in this industry because it's free. We don't have to spend any money to have word of mouth. All we have to do is just take care of our current clients and like, they will talk. And that's just how it is, but we can't really control word of mouth. We can't say, Hey, you know, we're going to reach 300 members in the next three years by word of mouth. It's just not realistic because we can't control the pace at which it happens. Um, what a lot of gym owners, you know, what I've seen a lot of gym owners do is like supplement that with like advertising, especially on social media, Facebook, Instagram, places like that are pretty popular right now, especially the past few years. Um, So when you have worked with other people to help you with a social media aspect, have you done any like ad campaigns or are you guys just posting organically to reach, you know, your posting organically? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Have you ever thought of doing an ad campaign to reach more people? Do you think that that's something that could benefit the studio? Yeah, absolutely. I just haven't done it yet. Yeah. It's hard to like, we're experts I think in the fitness side of things we can train clients we can show them nutrition we can you know do all the right things when it comes to the gym but we're not marketing experts like even if we went to school for marketing marketing a gym is completely different than anything else so figuring that out I actually went to school for business but I but I studied information systems so it was like (laughs) business and and uh doing code and it was totally not helpful I should have done marketing yeah and it's hard like same with me I mean I have a hospitality degree which is just a fancy hotel e-business degree took marketing classes several of them and I still wouldn't be able to figure out you know how to market my gym on Instagram on my own Um, but I you know it is something that is beneficial and can definitely supplemented with word of mouth referrals can definitely get you to that 300 member point, probably a little bit faster. Um, since that is a goal for you, realistically, like right now, are you at pace to hit that goal? Do you think? No, I'm not. <laughs> what kind of changes I, you have to make to get there? I mean, I have to do some marketing, like you said. I don't, I definitely, like I said, I've been I've been knee deep in babies for the past nine months, so I feel like. I really haven't been able to do it. And, um, but this is a good idea. This, I feel like this podcast kind of came to me at the right time too, to kind of remind me that there's still a bunch of different 
different things that I can do. I think the biggest challenge of owning a business for nine years is the stretch, like the mental stretch of every year trying to come up with new stuff, um, new ways to market, or even trying the same stuff over and over again, just doing it a little bit differently so you can hit that stride of, you know, more people coming through the door. And I know that once they get, so a big part of it was we went through a big transition and I, um, now I feel like I'm at a place where I feel really confident in the programming and the coaches and the, um, the space itself because COVID happened and all these things happened also during the last, you know, two years and it's still happening. So the big transition plus this baby has been not necessarily, getting me off track I've just been kind of dormant like just waiting for the right things to do in fact I announced a sale today for our nine-year anniversary and I have people asking about it so little things like that yeah and my goal sorry sorry to interrupt I said my goal as of yesterday has been to do one thing a week to promote the business um I don't know if it's too slow or too fast, but that's kind of been like, that's all I can handle. So today I sent out the sale email. I hit my marketing as far as like, did it on Instagram. I sent it to my list. That was my one thing. That's, that's awesome that you have that idea and that mindset, like that you're going to do something each week to help your business grow. That's huge. Um, And just coming to that realization that Hey, I need to do something or nothing is going to happen um, is, is big because a lot of business owners, you know, they could be stuck at hundred members for three years and, and just question it and then never really do anything to figure out how it can be better. Um, so it's important that you kind of try things and this industry is always evolving. So what works today, it might not work a year from today, but just always staying on your toes and trying new things for the business is so, so, so important. Um, you know, if I could kind of ask you what, if I could give you a magic wand and all of your goals came, came true, not necessarily just the members. I know that the big goal is to get 300 members, but if you could reach all your goals for your business, what would that picture look like? Um, you know, I was kind of thinking about that this morning. I went to, I went to class this morning and I went and got a coffee afterwards. And when I was driving away, there was this beautiful real estate that's brand new and open on the corner of a really big main street. And I just imagined if I could have that space and I could afford the rent and also, you know, be front and center for people to drive by, like literally everyone in Ventura uses that road at some point or another. And I just want to be, so the members, yes, but really just like being in front, like being there for people to see and being, and making it a place where anyone can walk in at any point and hop in and be able to see results, you know, get healthier, et cetera. So that would be my goal. I think that would be awesome too, because a lot of people don't realize how much like group fitness or personal training could benefit them until they they're presented with the opportunity until they see it on the side of a street and they walk in. Um, yeah. 
you know, people, not all people can be successful in, you know, a big box gym. And for many people, that's what their vision of fitness is, is just, you know, a big box gym. And they walk into a place like your facility and it literally changes their life. You're able to teach them like a, this sustainable st- health, healthy lifestyle through working out, eating right, accountability. And it's just the most wonderful thing. Um, if you, you know, if you had to give a word of advice to somebody who was fairly new to the industry, they just are in the process of opening up their own gym right now, what would you have to tell them? Be clear on what you want to do first. Like, what do you want to do as far as the training style goes, as far as like who you are as the business owner, right? Like, what training style do you want to uh, adopt? Is it your own? Because that part is huge. And once you understand who you are, then you can build it out. And also be flexible. Be flexible. Go with the flow. Don't be afraid to be vulnerable with your members because they are people and fitness is actually really emotional. And the more you can tap into the emotions of people, the more they trust you, the more they will change their lives. They know that you're rooting for them. And that stuff is really powerful. It's like, it's like fitness is, is it could be really nothing to people, but it could also be everything. And the people that walk through my doors truly feel like fitness is everything. So that's, that's really inspirational in my opinion, because, um, everybody just has to start, everybody has to start somewhere. And many of the people that probably walked through the door of your facility, like to begin with, they probably didn't have that mindset and you were able to help them understand that and help them get there. Um, and that's, that's great. Finally, I want to, and this is just the catalyst of all these things coming true in your life, you know? Finally, wanted to ask you, do you guys have, you know, where can our listeners go to check out more about your facility, your website, Instagram, um, anything like that? Yeah, it's uh, the Studio Ventura on all of that. So the studioventura.com, the Studio Ventura on Instagram. And then um, I'm also a big promoter of it, Helia Glenn. Uh, you can follow me too. Um, see my kids (laughs) the things that keeps me away awesome well thank you so much for being here today and really sharing with us you know your story here and being open with us like this business is not always unicorns and rainbows um and just being able to talk about it and provide value to one another is so important so thank you for that um yeah thanks for having me of course for our listeners thank you guys for tuning in too Please don't forget, if you want to stay notified about future episodes, hit like and subscribe. If you want to join us for an episode here at the Gym Lords podcast, fill out the link in the description and we will be in touch with you soon. As always, until next time, Gym Lords out. Thank you for listening to the podcast so far. Don't go anywhere. We still have another episode coming right up right after this word from one of our sponsors. The Gym Lords podcast is sponsored by Prestige Labs. Prestige Labs is the first and only nutritional supplements company built by gym owners for gym owners. Prestige Labs solves the problem that all gyms have experienced, the broken inventory model, low commissions, and even lower quality products. Prestige Labs provides 100% drop shipping, zero inventory, PhD formulated high quality supplements for you and your clients. The goal is simple, cover 100% of your rent while never sacrificing your integrity. To learn more, 
or to become an affiliate of Prestige Labs for free, apply at affiliate.prestigelabs.com. That's affiliate.prestigelabs.com. Double your client results, double your income. You can head to affiliate.prestigelabs.com to become an affiliate for free. Now stick around for the rest of this episode. Use coupon code GYMLORDS on prestigelabs.com for 20% off all future supplement orders. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I will be your host today. My name is JJ Hernandez. And joining us on the show today is the one and only Asia Wright with, what is it? Fitness, Fitness all day. <laughs> I don't know if you want to say it or me to say it. I was just messing around there. Sorry. But what is going on, Asia? We're excited to have you on here today. Um, and look, I know this is your first podcast. How do you feel? <laughs> I'm I'm a little nervous, but I feel good, so I'm good. <laughs> Nothing to be nervous about. You're going to do absolutely fine. Um, and, you know, we're excited to have you on, but before we dive into the nitty-gritty of what you do have going on, you know, first, why don't you tell us a little bit about how you describe the business to people and what made you get started in the first place? Um, so what made me get started in the first place was, um, I kind of was out of place. Um, honestly, I went to school for early childhood education. I was following after my mother. I'm like, I'm going to open up a day here. Like, this is what I'm going to do. I love children. Da, da, da. Well, I had my second child and I was like, you know what? I don't think I want to be around kids 24 <laughs> seven. I was like, oh, you know, I might really need to rethink it. So um, I was already personal training at that time before I had her. And we had walked into the facility that we took over, which is fitness all day now. And um, the guy was like, yeah, this pandemic is making me, you know, get behind on my bills. And I'm thinking about just selling a place and like, I like I had like a light bulb in my head, like, oh, this might be for me. So just kept talking to him about it, talking to him about it. Like, you know, you're gonna sell it. You know, I, I was like on his heels, like, I'm a nag. You gonna sell it, you still thinking about it? And then one day he texted me, like, yeah, you can have it. <laughs> and wow. I was like, okay. <laughs> Holy and cow, we- okay. <laughs> sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off there. Sorry. No, you good. But we just went from there, like, started taking place. That's funny how things happen, right? It's just like literally on a platter, you know, literally right right there in front of you. So awesome stuff there. And so let's kind of just dive right into it here, Asia, Um, a little bit about the business. So how many members are you guys at currently? So right now I have maybe about 15 members um here that like you know come in and just work out um i'm at eight trainers that train out of here and they're clients as well so they're not considered members because they don't have like that membership but they are their clients coming in and out as well so gotcha gotcha and so for you Asia, what's been the best method of finding new clients? The best connection of finding new clients is word of mouth. Um, There's nothing bigger than that. 
uh, I can do, I can spend money. I've been on the radio. Um, I've done social media promoting. I've paid for that. And the best is so-and-so told me about this gym and now I'm here. And now I'm going to bring this person, this person. And then they saw this results and this result. And it just, the word of mouth is the biggest promotion itself. Like there is no topping it. Yeah, a hundred percent. And I think that's a big thanks to how good your service is, right? Like, I think people refer to then raise their own status. That's literally what they do it for. But that's obviously because you're good at what you do, right? And you bring a, a great space. So that's great stuff there. And so now, have you, I know you mentioned you have tried other things. With the other things you have tried, is there anything else that brought success as well? Because I think word of mouth will be around for for the next thousands of years or so. But has anything else kind of worked well or, or, or brought some interest as well? Yeah, the being on the radio did a really good it did really good. Um, a lot of people came here from just hearing us on the radio. They wanted to see what they were actually hearing on the radio. Um, I got a lot of members from that. So I would say from word of mouth being number one to the radio being number two. Gotcha. Yeah. And so let's say clients and leads and, and potential clients, whatever it may be, was unlimited, right? Hypothetically mm -hmm. speaking, of course. How much higher can you go from where you're at now? How many members can you guys handle? I think this place can handle at least about a good 50 to 60 members. Yeah, nice. I think that's a good range as well. Because obviously not everybody's going to be there all at once, of course. But I think when you yeah. kind of spread it out correctly, I think that's a great range to get to. And so if... Or not even, let me ask you this. How about this? How do you think, from right now, what do you think is going to be the best way to kind of get there? What's going to be your your best vehicle of getting there? What has brought the most potential for you? Um, I think the best way of getting there is keep going with the events. Um, we've done, like, deadlift competitions and things here. Um, that brings people in as well. They also, they want to do the competition and they also want to see the competition. So a lot of people come and just see. There's a lot of heavy lifters in Indiana that I knew nothing about. Like I had a guy coming here and literally looked like he can lift about three cars. And I was like, oh, wow. But if that the deadlift competitions, they bring a lot of attention. Any type of competition itself where you're giving out money or a prize, that brings people to the gym as well. Yeah, I gotcha. And so how do you guys go about tracking that though, right? So, no, I'm sorry, not just competitions, but just clients in general, right? So clients who are just joining, clients who are canceling, like how can you track like the lifetime value or the churn rate of like a client and, and how long they've been there? So my website pretty much does all the calculations and the signups and who, um, who doesn't go keep going with their membership, they're allowed to cancel their membership within the 30 days. The website automatically tells me this person canceled, you know, so. I gotcha. Yeah, that's great. That's great that you have at least that because I think people are, a lot of gym owners, right? They, uh, they track their body fat percentage, they track their macros, 
they track how much weight is on the bar, but sometimes they, they don't go about tracking their number, which is important. But the fact that you, you have that whole system in place, that's awesome. I think that really sets you aside from a lot of other people. And so here's going to be a little bit of a longer question, but a, a good question in itself, a good way to kind of self-reflect. So if you need me to repeat anything, just let me know, of course. Um, you know, in the fitness and gym industry, there's about three pillars of business we use pretty frequently, right? And that first one is going to be lead generation, which is getting people interested to come through the door. Then you have your client acquisition, which is your sales, like getting them from being interested to becoming a member. And then you have your retention and ascension, which is keeping your clients longer, but getting them to buy more from you in that process. So of those three, Asia, where do you feel like you could improve the most? Um, I feel like I can improve the most in the last one that you mentioned. Um, just getting my clients there on that level, I think is where I need to improve more. Yeah, where they can stay with you a little longer and get more from you, you think? Gotcha. I do um, six-week challenges, and it's like um, like the biggest loser type thing. I allow my clients to weigh in on a Tuesday of every week. Uh, the person who gets the biggest weight, I put them on a board in the gym, so everybody that walks in the gym gets to see, okay, this person did really well, you know, but... Some people after that six weeks, you know, they, they're like, okay, I did what I was supposed to do. I'm good now. I'm feeling great. So the retention on that is not as well because of it just being six weeks. And then, but I do gain some lifelong clients from that. Now, I'm not saying that everybody just does the six weeks, but yeah, that can be a problem too sometimes. I gotcha. Yeah, hundred percent. And I think, you know, it's that, it's that, that for lack of a better term, that high of like, hey, I did this. And they think they know everything after that, right? But realistically, six weeks is not right. sustainable, not realistic. So uh, I, that's a great point there. And I think, again, those are all things that, I mean, again, you can't really control the discipline or, or the consistency of someone's desires, right? I think that's just something that comes down to the client, but um, totally fine. And I appreciate the honesty and transparency with that response as well, just because and everybody wants to come in here and focus on the good, which is really what we try to do. But when you can still discuss, you know, improving and, and where you can improve regardless of success, I appreciate right. that. And the viewers appreciate that. So last two questions for you here, Asia. And then my two favorite questions. And, you know, the first one is pretty simple, but what's the bigger picture? What's the overarching goal? What are you trying to accomplish? Well, I, the overall goal for me is to accomplish building this gym to its full capacity and then going for another one. Um, also, another goal for me is I still work full-time job. I want to not have that full-time job anymore. Wow. I want to be stable in my career here enough to not work that job anymore. So... Wow. Yeah, 100%. I think that's a great point. And I think, um, you know, I know you're a gym owner, right? And I don't know if you do it. You do some of the training as well? Huh? And do you do some of the coaching as well? Yes, I do coaching as well. So I own the gym. Wow. I coach wow. I'm driving wow. that. And I'm so you got, yeah, I was going to say, and you got to add a superhero to the end of that because that's unreal. I mean, I'm telling you, that's amazing. Wow, that, that's awesome stuff. But I think it's a great goal to have in mind. And I think 
definitely very realistic. And so one last question for your Asia, and this is probably going to be my favorite question. I'm kind of curious to see what your answer is going to be. And it's, you know, if you could go back in time to when you first started the gym, Asia, and give yourself that one piece of advice that you think you really needed to hear when you first started, what would that advice be for you? It would be to, to listen more to people who have already been in the field and to come up with a plan, an actual plan, and just not yeah. go ahead. Yeah. No, I think that's and I think that's a great. So I think it's something that's really realistic. I think it applies to a lot of other gym owners because right when you're coming from being a personal trainer or coming from any fitness background and you jump right into a gym, you know it's you're almost walking. Yeah, sorry, go what was that? It's a difference. Yeah, you know you almost think that you can walk into it just like you were when you're a personal trainer, but realistically, it's a whole new world. You're a real business owner. You got to treat like a real business. So I love that answer. Such a great answer. And look, this is a good place to wrap things up in this episode, Asia. But before we sign out, you know, please shout out your Instagram, your Facebook, your website, anything you have. Where can people find out more about you and the gym? We are located here in Dyer, NDF at 1501 Jolly X Street, Fitness All Day by Asia. You can locate us on our website at www.fitnessalldayindiana.com. You can find us on Instagram at Fitness all day slash by Asia. I'm sorry. <laughs> and we're <laughs> fitness all day by Asia. Everything is fitness all day by Asia. I love it. I love it. Look, Asia, we absolutely appreciate your time and contribution to the podcast. I look forward to seeing what you can accomplish down the road. Thank you. And yeah, 100%. And to everyone who tuned in today, we appreciate you as well. Don't forget, if you want to be notified about future episodes, hit the like and subscribe button. And if you want to come and join us and talk about your fitness business, click the link in the description, fill it out, and our team will be in touch with you very, very soon. And as always, till next time, Jim Lords out. Thank you so much for listening. If you found this content valuable, here's four ways we can help you grow your gym for free. One, grab a free copy of Alex Ramosi's best-selling book, Gym Launch Secrets at alexsbook.com. Two, join our free Facebook group at alexsgroup.com. Three, if you're a gym owner, you can apply to be on the podcast by emailing us at podcast at gymlaunch.com. Four, leave us a five-star review so we can gain access to more gym owners and bring those lessons back to you. And as always, tap that button and subscribe to this podcast for more.